I was trying to figure out how the organizers would 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 make sure that I don't know how many speakers are that nobody would say the same thing. Yes, that as much as they same Shavis, ain't they same Shavis? As much as we do think alike and all Chassidim would ever think alike, still everybody has uh, his own flavor. Everybody has his own way of saying things. It's almost if I could use such a Gashmis Dikamushal when an adult uh, 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 looks at candy shop. So uh, what does he know? He says it's all sugar. It's all the same. But the kid goes into a candy shop. You tell him it's all sugar. Why are you spending so long in the candy shop? You tell him it's sugar. It's all sugar. This is this kind of sugar. That's that kind of sugar. And this has a color like this. This has a flavor like this. This has an acid. This doesn't have an acid. So this, uh, I guess that uh, all of the chassidim are going to be saying one thing, that uh, we have to bring Mashiach. We have to do more. We have to figure it out. And we have to, that's going to be, that, that's the whole thing. The whole thing is Mashiach. And there's different flavors and colors and, and, and nuances and subtleties and the styles. And uh, yeah, and that's the beauty of the Achtus, where everybody participates, everybody contributes their particular Nikuda. The Yes, the Chavches Nisan is on Shabbos, so there's no question that whatever people are concerned about, uh, um, and there are some people, Chavches uh, Nisan, they, they get very should be, as we all should be, we're shaken up, but sometimes they, uh, some, sometimes we miss the point. And, uh, but on Shabbos, you can't miss the point because even on the, the Rebbe explained many times, the three weeks, the Shabboses of the three weeks, we don't feel Churban. Shabboses of the three weeks, even though it's the three weeks of Churban and we're fasting on, 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 on Shabbos and Tammuz and on Tisha B'av and so on. But during those Shabboses, we feel it's the refuah kedem lamaka, that's the healing. What's the healing when you talk about destruction of the Beis Amikdosh? The healing is the bad Sam, the destruction is a demolition in order to make way for Beis Amikdosh Ashlishi, to make way for the third Beis Amikdosh. So there's a reframing of that same event, and you can see it in a way where it's the solution, it's not the problem. You see it that it's the nechama, it's already the comfort, it's not the pain. And definitely, when comes on Shabbos, it's a very powerful um, uh, that we have to use this day and understand the profound um, um, energy that this day has to propel us to greater heights. So um, echoing Rabbi Akiva, when all of his colleagues were moaning, they saw that a shul, the fox is coming out of the Mekayim Kedesh HaKadoshim, and Rabbi Akiva said, that's why I'm smiling, I'm happy. Why? He says, because there's two nevuas. There's the prophecy that the Beis Amikdash will be raised to the ground, will be, uh, and, 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 and foxes will go there. And there's the prophecy that there'll be the elders, the old people will be in the streets of Yerushalayim, and there'll be joy in Yerushalayim, the, the prophecy of the Geula. Until the prophecy of the destruction wasn't fulfilled, I wasn't sure about the prophecy of the redemption, how it will be fulfilled. Now that I see that the prophecy of the, of the doom of destruction was fulfilled, I know the prophecy of redemption will be fulfilled. So until definitely this year, when uh, everybody was asking, Oi, what would the Rebbe say to do in the time of COVID? So... <laughs> And this is a big, 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 uh, big question. But the truth of the matter is that if you go back to the sicha of Chav Ches Nissen, that sicha now becomes a sicha of comfort. It becomes a sicha of, of incredible reassurance that whatever the Rebbe had to say, he said it. 
Because if there was something still left to say, the Rebbe said, Ichab al I did everything. I contributed everything that needs to be contributed to bring the message of Gola, to bring Gola. You know, we sit at the Seder table, beautiful thing. We put together all the ingredients. Yesada shulchan kare. You put together kare, you take the three matas, and then you take the, the zroya, and you take the bait. So you take all the ingredients, and they're there. You need nothing else. And if you're lucky and you and you have somebody to bring you a wash basin that you could wash your hands by the table, you don't have to get up the seven hours till midnight when you when you till you open the door for Eliyahu. You don't have to get up. Everything is prepared. You have the matzahs, you have the wine, you have the thing. Everything's by the table. Now you just got to go get there and say the Haggadah, do the actions, go through the rituals, go through the experience, go through the the, the living of going out of Mitzrayim. That's what the Rebbe told us. I did everything. Everything's prepared. If there was something else needed to be given, it would have been given. The Rebbe gave already everything. So come to a COVID, you wonder what the Rebbe would say? The Rebbe did say. But what did the Rebbe say? Look at the 40 years of the Rebbe's tales. You'll see the Rebbe spoke to every occasion, to every situation, and told us exactly what to do. So the big question is, so what do we need to do? That the Rebbe told us also. The Rebbe told us we need to uh, we need to want Mashiach. We need to make Mashiach um, not just because we're told. The Rebbe said, I, I, I yes, people scream at Masai when Mashiach going to come because they're instructed to do so, but Mashiach needs to be something that we want. Um, I spoke once to a uh, to a friend, and a friend who uh, got very involved in learning. The Chassidish Parsha, learning the Alter Rebbe's uh, uh, on the weekly Parsha. And he told me, you know, what has happened to me is that I've donned a pair of glasses that Chassidus gives me, and I look at the world, and I see the world as being a concealment and a cover-up for Hashem. And, but through Chassidus, I get these 3D glasses, like, that I'm able to look beyond the veneer of the world, and I'm able to see that it's really a cover-up to be an opportunity to reveal Elikus. The problem is when I go home, how do I share that with my family? How do I share that with my family, my wife, my kids? I'm wearing these glasses, I see a different world. When we learn, talk about learning Geula, Inyane Geula, Mashiach, we have to learn about what's gonna happen when Mashiach comes, but then we have to start also trying to put on those glasses. The Rebbe told us many times, and you have to open your eyes and start seeing and start absorbing and start perceiving the world with, with, with a, a perspective and with glasses of Geula Mashiach. So how can, how can you do that? How can that be? The world over the last year has learned to see almost see, they can almost see germs. Now, it's only about 150 years ago, nobody knew anything about germs. If you do, if you look up the all the history of germs, I mean, could you imagine doctors going from doing an autopsy to delivering a live baby? That's what happened just 150 years ago. So they would take disease from, from somebody who died of a disease and then they would transform it. They would transform, they would go with the same dirty hands and they would go and do a live birth. Till somebody that something's going on here. There's something going from the dead, from the dead person going to the live person, and this is a problem. And there was a chiddush, germs, big chiddush. Today, I heard kid, one kid telling another kid, "Oh, you can't see Hashem. No, no, no. But you know, just like COVID, you can't see it, but you know it's there. So Hashem, you also you can't see him, but you know he's there. 
there's a certain palpability, there's a certain, uh, there's a certain almost visibility of germs. Germs, uh, you, know, you realize that a microbe, you can get trillions of them on one hair. So you can, obviously nobody's seeing them with their eyes, but there's a, an awareness that, uh, I mean, if you want to sneeze today in a public space, it's mamish, uh, it's, you don't know where to put yourself. You know, you're scared the police are going to come and arrest you. The people are saying, get back, get back, get back. It's almost, in one year, our, our reality has taught us to see, to, to almost to see a different reality. When Mashiach is going to come, so there won't be nothing, no one will do anything bad. The bad animals won't do bad. Forget, obviously, even more so, the Rambam says there won't be lekino, no jealousy, no tachros, no sino, no, no hatred, no wars. How could that be? The Novi continues. Because the world will be full of the knowledge of Hashem, just like the sea is full of water. And it says, The Bosar. The actual flesh, our our human experience will be retooled and restructured in a way that we can actually see godliness. However, to understand that, however that means, but this year we got a chance to see how we can start seeing things in a totally different way. The world changed in a way that nobody ever imagined. What created that change? The created that change is, is an awareness. So the Rebbe tells us, learn in Yonei Gula Mashiach, learn about Gula Mashiach, learn about his coming, learn about what we need to do to have him come, but also learn what is the world in a Mashiach way. There's some people a little scared about Mashiach, and the Rebbe used to talk about that. There's a famous joke, a famous joke, a guy comes home to his wife in a shtetl in Russia 200 years ago, 300 years ago, and he says, my dear wife, I fantastic news. The Rav gave a big drasha and show, and he said, Mashiach's gonna come. And she said, and, and then, she's getting a little nervous. Whenever her husband is too excited, she already knows there's something that she gotta get a little nervous. He says, what's gonna happen? She says, we're gonna move to, to Eretz Yisrael, to Israel. She says, vey, my dear husband, finally we, we have our own farm, and we have our own cow, and he gives milk. You're gonna start moving now? No, 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 no. But he says, well, my dear wife, the Cossacks, the Rabbi, the, the, the rabbi told us when Mashiach comes, we're going to go to Israel. The Cossacks won't disturb us anymore. No more pogroms. We'll be able to live peacefully. She says, ah, that's like a very good thing. One second. But what about the cow and the thing? We're so settled here. We have the... She says, you know what? I have a good idea. Go ask the Rav if perhaps we can send the Cossacks to Israel and we can stay here. So Mashiach is an end to all our troubles, an end to, 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 to strife, to famine, to uh, pandemics, and to everything. But some people are still a little nervous because they finally finished paying the mortgage on the house. And life is settled. And not, you know, some people, they, they have already, Baruch Hashem, you know, they're organized. They're a little nervous. So we have to also, so the Rebbe said, tell them not to be scared because the, um, not to be scared because the, the reality is that Golos and Geula Geula is only in addition to Geula. There's an Aleph. Everything good that a Yid has here, Kaspom, Zahovam, his silver, his gold, it's all going with us. So don't worry. Somebody even tried to tell me once, why are you going to spend so much money to build a nice shul in Chutzlar? It's Mashiach is going to come. Aren't you telling us all the time about Mashiach? I said, yeah, but I got news from you. The news is that 
them, all the Batek Nesias and Batek Medrashas, all the shuls are coming to Israel. So <laughs> if you were looking for an excuse why you shouldn't contribute to building a, 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 a beautiful edifice of a shul outside Eretz Yisrael, even though Mashiach is coming any minute, so don't worry, it's coming with us. That, that, that won't get you off the hook. You got to find some other excuse if, if, uh, if uh, what you want. Okay, so, but one of the things we have to do clearly is to change, to reframe our thinking. And that requires not so much what we're going to do and tell others, but that also requires that, that always. And, um, but what that definitely requires is we have to immerse ourselves, steep ourselves in the Torah of Mashiach, in the teachings of Chassidus, in the Rebbe's teachings, his Sichas, and my modem. Today there's a beautiful Sich in Chelek Yudzayin, Shmini, Aleph, many are learning the project Likutu Sichas. Uh, so I guess that's it's available in English also, right? Uh, Shmini Alf the Rebbe goes with great depth to explain how the retooling of humanity, of flesh, is going to take place. The Pasha, the Basar, the human flesh, is going to be able to experience a revelation of Elikus. And when you start understanding that this is going to be a total makeover of, 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 of humanity and of the experience of the world, it's, 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 it's not about the... the you know, solving this problem, that problem. This this is about a total uh, um, experience of elikus, of being one with Hashem. And so, first of all, yeah, we, we have to think about our relationship with Hashem. Every year is, has a relationship with Hashem, right? So this is the 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 day. Every day has its uh, its its um, every day has its special energy. So this is the Pesach, we talk about the Tzias Mitzrayim, and this is the day where we have to listen to the Sikh of the Rebbe and get the urgency, and get the frustration, and feel the pain, and feel the anguish, that it's not okay to push it off, it's not okay to wait another day, and to hear once again that the Rebbe tells us, all of us, the entire world, all of the Eden of the world, tut kent, do whatever you can to make this happen. We know what most of us, Kimat, 99% of the time, most of us, 99% of us know what we're supposed to do. The next right thing, pretty much we know what it is. Sometimes we have a suffix. So never told us, we, we know we have to ask. And we got to be doing the next thing we can to bring Mashiach. We have to be besimcha, and we have to learn the Yonigula Mashiach, and we have to put on film on other Yidin, and we have to make sure Yidin, that we light Shabbos candles and we provide Shabbos candles to others. We have to make sure to keep 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 a, a higher level of kashos, not just on Pesach. Everybody upgrades their kashos on Pesach. Come after Pesach, you also have to keep kashos. Upgrade, you continue a little bit of the upgrade after Pesach, and so on and so forth. And all these things together, and the uh, universal um, efforts from all around the world, this will... Give the final push. I, it's 30 years. So somebody asked me, 30 years? If it didn't work in 30 years, what's going to happen now? My dear friends, how long does, uh, the, the, we, again, so many lessons from this uh, terrible uh, uh, virus we had this year, right? How long does it take for it to, uh, you say it in Hebrew, to, to germinate, to, to, to seed? How long does it take? They don't let you out of the quarantine. The country's, uh, Thailand is a quarantine country, 15 nights. Now they're talking about making it less, but I don't know. There's another outbreak. I wouldn't be surprised if they're, they're not going to keep up the lowering. But 15 days in many countries, 14 days, 15 days. Why? You checked him when he came in. He didn't have corona. Oh, because it develops. It grows. It's, you know, and it could be that he met somebody 15 years. Uh, a microbe came in 14 days ago. And on day 14, 
it can come to fruition. Hey, bringing Mashiach is a pretty uh, significant thing. It's germinating. What started 30 years ago and what started already since the since the, the Gaza Parose shall shall uh, shall shall arvi since the destruction, there already has been opportunities and it's germinating. Mashiach is coming. The process has begun, particularly the Rebbe put it into turbo, into double turbo, into, into infinite turbo. And Chafka system 30 years ago, and it's not that it's not happening, it's happening. There's something called in uh, in uh, in the world called the tipping point. You ever heard of the concept of the tipping point? You push and push and push and there's a wheel. And when you get to a certain place and you tip it, it starts revolving on its own axis. Can you imagine the terrible tragedy when somebody's just there, just a, a millimeter and nanos, a nanometer away from the tipping point where it's it's gonna work. And all of a sudden he stops, he gives up. That would be so foolish. In 30 years means we're 30 years closer. Famous story of the clock. The clock belonged to the Chayz of Lublin. And there was somebody who came and stayed in a hotel from somebody who had somehow inherited that clock and he couldn't sleep all night. And he asked the owner of the hotel, why, whose clock is it? This clock doesn't let me sleep. The owner said, the hotel said, I got it from somebody who got it from his grandfather. He couldn't pay his bill. He gave me the clock. It was the rabbi of Lublin. And the guest who was himself at Sadiq said, ah, now I understand. He says, usually clocks are so depressing. They say one, when they chime, what you hear in the chime is one hour closer to the day of your death, my dear fellow, what have you done? One hour closer to your passing, what have you done? And that's, come back to Hashem one second before you pass away, it's free. If you're, we don't, thank God most of us don't hear it all the time. But could you imagine if you have the, the powers to hear what the clock is saying, it's, it's really every hour they're saying, what did you do? But the Chazas of Lublin's clock was a Chassidish clock, Ahmed of the Magid. That clock sang another tune. It said, one hour closer to the coming of Mashiach. Come on, get ready. One hour closer to the coming of Mashiach. Let's go, let's do something. You want to greet Mashiach the way you look now? You want to greet Mashiach? You should look like a mensch. You should look, you should, you should. <laughs> Mashiach's going to come now. He's going to catch you in the middle of something you don't want to be doing. You don't want to, be, you don't want him to catch you that way, my friend. Always be aware. Shiach's about to come. If he's about to come, you got to act in a way that is um, that is uh, the, the way it should be. So, of course, we have to be v'simcha. We have to go with a march. Rebbe told us many times that the way that the soldiers go is with a way of victory. So on the one hand, you can't be smug. And that's a posuk in Novi, Alis Halel, Chiger, Kemefateach. The guy who's just girding up to go to war he shouldn't be uh, so smug like the guy who's taking off his war gear. He came back successful from battle. You got to make sure that this, this feeling of uh, arrogance, smugness, no, that's not what we're talking about. But the feeling of definite victory, that there's no question. We are going to win this war. We're going to, it's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. Every one of our deeds is being counted. Every one of our encounters with ourselves, with others, everything we learn, everything we do, every additional mitzvah, it's all adding to the, hey, let's remember how this whole COVID started, right? Like one guy who ate a bat, one deed, one deed can change the world. We know that today in a very real way. One deed can change the world. So if good things are much more powerful than negativity. If one person could change the world in such a negative way, you imagine 
how one yid can change the world in a positive way and bring uh, maybe shua can bring salvation and saving and to the world. May this be the last minutes, those last minutes of Golos, and we should march out to the Reb, with the Rebbe to the Geula, Amitis Ba Shlema, take it from Yad immediately. Amen. Thank you very much.